The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. We recommend watching the movie beforehand, but hey, that isn't your bag? No worries. You do you. Brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash manatees. If you'd like to support the show, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all proceeds after hosting costs will go towards actual manatee habitat preservation, because we like to pay it forward by giving back. Enjoy the show. not a story 
uh, called Queen Bees and Wannabes by Rosalind, Rosalind, Rosalind Wiseman, um, and it was adapted into a screenplay by Tina Fey, which explains why I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that it kind of explains the brilliant writing, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forget how much like that whole crew <laughs> and how excited I am always to see them. Yeah. Tim Meadows, I know him. Amy <laughs> Fuller, I know her. Yep. Tina Fey, I know her. <laughs> That's it, those were the three I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, this movie, um, I know it was pretty important to a lot of my friends growing up. I think I wasn't quite the demographic it was for, and I wondered if you had a similar experience with it, because we went to the same high school, peek behind the curtain there, mm -hmm. and I feel like this... There are a lot of movies in like the 90s and early 2000s about the sort of clicky high school popularity thing. A lot of the sort of 80s bullies are the popular kids, football team or whatever. And I feel like at my high school that wasn't so much a thing because like there were actual like gang violence things going on the popular kids like they couldn't have pulled any of that because it would have been dragged outside and beaten up yeah probably I mean I, I think I had a similar experience because I, I didn't I didn't really relate to the main characters, but at the same time, I could kind of see the, like, where they're coming from, but yeah, I, I agree, it's, it was kind of interesting peeking into the life of, uh, of the sort of clicky sort of high school concept of the 90s and 2000s that Hollywood thinks is what high school was like. I mean, it probably is for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. I, guess. I mean, I know it was uh, a lot of my friends... Uh, related to it, and I've heard this movie quoted at me hundreds of times <laughs> without realizing it, I guess. I, I think I watched it once in high school, so I liked it somewhere a couple years after high school, so I, I knew about it, but uh, mm -hmm. it's been a while. Yeah, you I, didn't I, I, I had not seen it until 
uh, we talked about watching this for the first time. Gotcha. So, yeah, this was my first experience with this movie. I'd heard about it from a couple of other, you know, TV shows and podcasts and that sort of thing. But I never really kind of... I didn't really know what to expect going in. So, that's... I kind of like it that way. Yeah, and it was like... It's a, it's a different world than I'm used to, but I did identify with a lot with the main character. Yeah. Specifically because... Uh, even though her high school is very different than mine, she had the same problem that I did in high school, where she was both academically brilliant and uncommonly beautiful. Right. So she was always being pulled in two directions, which I, I do remember that. Of course. Yeah. No, I, I, I remember I remember seeing that happen to you on multiple occasions. Yeah, so yeah. that's like I got and also she had this like really interesting backstory and everyone wanted to talk to her about it and like that's me. Mm. So you know, that I got it. And also yeah. like how you and I have that that sexy, flirty Christmas routine we do every year. Right, yeah. Uh, that was very familiar. Of course. So, there's... There's some stuff in there that's a lot like what I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> so, not... not, not this world. <laughs> See, I just like it that whoever is listening is picturing us, you know, manatees doing the Christmas dance that the girls did in in the show. Yeah, it's, I, it's I more like just that. constant pirouetting and barrel yeah. rolling is yeah. how I do it. But it's yeah. it's pretty good, I think. I think it's fantastic. I got lumps. <laughs> I got lovely lady lumps. There you go. Um, I'm old. That song's popular when I was an adult. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the Black Eyed Peas. How I know if they're still a thing. Damn it, kids, listen. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> Totally understand. 
<laughs> I did too, actually. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, excellent. So, I think, I think that's a mark of quality that we couldn't identify with it pretty much at all, and it's still really good. I think I can solve the recommends to probably everyone that might not hold up to some, but it shouldn't have held up to me and it did, so yeah, that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, in Mean Girls, there's this girl who's been homeschooled her whole life because her parents, well, at least her mom, I don't know what her dad did, was an anthropologist or an anthropology professor. I think she said that they both were anthropologists. Okay. But... Her mom got tenure at a university, I think is what she said at the beginning. Yeah, Northwestern, I think, which is why. Yeah. I guess this is Chicago. Yeah, or somewhere in Illinois. I don't know. I don't know geography. I mean, it seems like most coming-of-age movies are in Chicago. Uh, it's a thing of notice. Like, that's where Breakfast Club and, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off and all that stuff all take place. Well, isn't it the third largest city in the United States? Or did Houston or something take it over? I think Chicago's... It's, it's one of the top five most populous cities in the U.S., so it would make sense that a decent number of movies would take place there, I guess. I don't know, man. It just, I know it gets cold enough that the Great Lakes freeze over, so as a man, yeah, I cannot safely go there. Right. So I'm never going to know. Yeah. We're going to see. Which is unfortunate, because they have that giant silver beam, which I feel like is a monument to our people. Um, <laughs> knowingly or unknowingly, but <laughs> I can't go there because it's cold. If we didn't tell everyone 
then how would anyone else know? It's not like they're gonna go and ask a manatee, you know, what are your thoughts on Chicago and the 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 use of it during the the high school boom period of the eighties and nineties. Yeah, as far as did you know about the big silver bean? Yeah, exactly. Because if you don't, you should Google that because it's real. Which I'm totally not gonna do right now. Oh, you didn't know about the big silver bean? No, I didn't. Oh. Well, I don't know why I'm so excited about it, but I feel like it's important. I mean, it makes sense. It's just I didn't know about it because I'm uncultured. I was going to say swine, but that would be weird. It, it's among the largest silver beans I've ever seen. Hmm. None of this was in the movie. Um, Unfortunate. Filmed in Chicago, but takes place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, she, she's been homeschooled her whole life, and she's sort of dumped into high school in, I don't know if it's like, junior year or sophomore year or freshman year because everyone's 35 anyway so I can't tell <laughs> the age of the characters I, I mean I thought I thought this movie did a decent job at casting people who didn't look like they were 30 years old in high school oh, no, I mean it, it's they did a good job, I'm just saying. It's still, like, yeah, like no, you, no. if you look up the ages, uh, yeah. Amy Poehler's seven years older than her daughter. Yeah, I, I did <laughs> see that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I, but it's fine. Yeah, no, it's, it's fine. I mean, most, I think... Like I said, most of the most of the people at least looked like they could possibly be maybe only a year or two out of high school in real life. And I think they might have done that for the most part as far as actual ages are concerned. But I, I don't know, I didn't look up everyone, so... I, you know, I'm just talking yeah, on my ass. I think Lindsay Lohan is what? Uh, she would have been like 22. No, no, I think she was. She, she was like 18 when this came out. Yeah. Yeah, she was, like, actually the age that she was portraying. Okay, yeah, then... 
uh, Rachel McAdams is just like eight years older than that. Yeah, which is a. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's 26, it's noticeable, but fair enough, it's not, it's not huge. Yeah. She, she was pretty close to pulling it off, honestly, as far as still, you know, seeming high school age, so. Yeah. I can't tell. But. She's jumped into this uh, weird high school uh, clique culture, has no idea how to adapt to it, and then she's taken advantage of by some vicious people that are supposed to be the good guys, I guess. Take <laughs> um, <laughs> bingo spot who are supposed to be bad guys who are objectively as bad but no worse. <laughs> Can I just say that my very first thought upon watching this movie the first time was uh, my thoughts of the janitor because uh, Scrubs has ruined my life. And whenever... the first thing you see, right? The first shot is just... Yeah, but still, it's like, I know Neil Flynn has done other stuff, but I only ever think of him as the janitor from Scrubs. I feel bad about that. Scrubs was like 10 years long or something, wasn't it? Yeah, but still, he's been in other stuff since then. Like, the show hasn't been on in a good six or seven years. And he's done other stuff since then and before that. But still. Yeah, but the... The runtime, it was like, it was nine seasons long. That's a long time to, for him to be the best character on something and not be associated with it. Fair. Like how, how, what's his name? David Tremor will always be Ross from Friends. Yeah. I don't care how many blockbusters he's in. <laughs> That's I also don't know if he has been any, but I don't think he has. Well, if he was, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's uh, also Je- fair. Je- Jennifer Hans, she's been in a lot more A-list movies, but she's still Rachel from Friends. Okay, yeah. Which I guess they just brought back to Netflix recently because a bunch of people 10, 15 years younger than me are liking Friends again, which is weird because <laughs> I thought that was past us as culture, <laughs> but never mind. Nope. Friends is forever. I guess. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's 
somehow thought it would be less popular with woke or younger kids, but I don't know. Eh, I don't know. I think maybe people just wanted to see where a decent, not all of the sitcom tropes, but a few, no, a fair number of them came from. You know, like how people want to go back and watch Seinfeld. But I mean, to be fair, I didn't actually watch Seinfeld when it was around, so I feel like I missed out with that. But yeah, Seinfeld I only get now as an adult. When I was a kid and it was on, it was just people being weird. But I don't know, maybe people just like to watch, um, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm sorry, I'm sick, and my brain isn't functioning properly, so. Yeah, this is, this is a real tight episode. There's yeah. very few tangents in this one. We're on track. Yeah, focused. totally. It's uh, been half an hour and we've talked about everything <laughs> Okay. So hey, let's let's uh let's let's bring this train wreck back on the tracks. I mean um, it's not <laughs> no, no, I I don't know the listeners don't have expectations. No, no. We are professionals. I'm the train wreck. You're good. I'm the train wreck. <laughs> I uh, think we're both. That's yeah, fine. No, nah, I'll, I'll I'll blame I'll blame myself. It's okay. It was, no, it was also directed by Mark Waters. I. That's my last. Cool. I think about it. I have no idea who that is, but awesome. Oh, I... He did a couple of things I like, but I can't remember. But I'm gonna look it up right now, then edit out the part where I'm looking it up so that it seems like I knew it off the top of my head. Cool. He did... Let's just teen stuff. He did 500 Days of Summer. He did Vampire Academy. These are not the ones I know him from. Freaky Friday, also with Lindsay Lohan, I think. Hmm. I guess I'm thinking of someone else because I haven't actually seen any of these. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. Well, he's done a lot of stuff. It just turns out I've only seen the one by him and just knew his name from somewhere. Hmm. So, okay. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, so, very first scene, the janitor from Scrubs, (laughs) and also the mom, who I didn't recognize, but I think she's been a long time. That was Anna Gastar. Anna Gastar. Yeah, she also used to be on Saturday Night Live. 
but back, okay. was, back was back in the Tim Meadows era, I think. She was around with uh, Will Ferrell and Sherry O'Terry, all those people. Back when you know, you know that you know that weird. Um, I can't think of words anymore. Uh, that that sort of ideal that Saturday Night Live is always the best when you're, you know, in your teens, teen years or so. I think yeah. that that was around the time when all of those people were. Like when we were teens, that's when all those people were on SNL, which is why I remember people like Anna Gasteyer, despite her, I mean, as well as her hilarious name. Gasteyer? I mean, if you think that's like on a gas tire. It's it's just a weird name. I don't know. Okay, that makes easier, right? But I uh, like I, I recognize her face, but not her roles. I think she's been like a character in one episode of a dozen sitcoms or something. Yeah. But I mean, I like I said, well, she was in Seinfeld, she was in NYPD Blue, she was in Mad About You, she was in Law and Order, she was in Just Shoot Me, uh, she was in Third Rock from the Sun. I've seen all of those, so I, I recognized your face. Frasier? Frasier! <laughs> yeah, I mostly just knew her from SNL. So okay, yeah. Well, I did not for some reason. But oh, to be fair, to be fair, I didn't recognize her either until I actually looked up the cast list and thought, oh, that's who that was. Yeah. For some reason, the only uh, uh, Saturday Night Live folks I recognized were Tim Meadows, Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey. Because mm. they're my favorite SNL guys. So that yeah. That's why. No, it makes sense. Okay, so, you see those two. Mm hmm. And they give us a funny mislead to start. Yeah, which I like because it, it, it acts as if they're talking to a baby and <laughs> they're talking to a, I'm not sure how old, 14 to 18 year old. <laughs> uh, whichever grade they're supposed to be in. I think they say that I just I, forgot. I or? think they said it was junior year. I think. Okay. Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No, it's it, definitely not freshman year because they're established, and it's definitely not senior year because they go back next year. So it's got to be one of those two. Yeah. I think it was junior year. 
so yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, one thing I like to talk about this movie is the pacing, because it just sort of starts and then doesn't doesn't really have an arc, it just kind of goes through the year a month every ten minutes. Yeah, but it works pretty well. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> it's like, okay, so she goes to school, and I had the question, why are all the seats already taken by clicks, if the, or why are all the seats taken in the classroom if this is the first day? Which is a, a really minor nitpick, but that's the, my archetypal personality. So here we go. I mean, so, it, it might not it might not have actually been the first day of that year. I thought it were though. I don't know. I mean, she might have started a couple months in. Or halfway in, I don't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just speculating. Well, cause, cause that was my impression. Like I thought she was transferring in late, but the teachers are all saying hi to their classes like it's day one. Mm. But then everyone already has their seats chosen. So, I don't know where I am, and up is down, and right is wrong, and I'm in outer space, and I can't understand this movie, and I stopped watching, that's the end. <laughs> I don't know, I mean, I, I thought it was, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was the first day, but, uh, I mean, at least... You know, when, uh, when, um, when, what's her name, Janice and Damien, when they warn her not to sit behind the guy who farts a lot, I mean, that makes sense, but as far as the other characters, I don't know, as far as the other seats and that sort of thing, I, I don't know. Definitely do. <laughs> right. I think you like that part where she was like, uh, Where are you going? Why don't you go in the bathroom? Like, Will you pass? Can I have a pass? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it was, that was Rob Corddry, right? I think that was, I'm pretty sure that was Rob Corddry. Yeah, but this that was... Is one of those crowds you recognize a lot better than I do. I, I mean, I, to be fair, he's the only... I did not recognize him until the second time I watched the movie. 
which by the way was like an I stopped finish watching the movie like 20 minutes ago so it's pretty oh, fresh nice. in my mind <laughs> so you've got this fresher than well I have no pages of notes but they're a couple days old um so I might have to lean on you for a lot of this. At least I'm pretty sure that was Rob Corddry. It looked a lot like him. And it sounded like him too. So I, I don't know. But yes, that was... I did like the fact that he called it the lavatory pass. I don't know why, but I just like that. It's fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I remember that bullshit. She's not as cantankerous as I was, because I was just threatening to pee in the corner of the room until I let me go. But, but I can see why not, because she's also not in a garbage school where everything's scary, so fair enough. <laughs> You can't just be urinating on stuff in the nice school in Chicago. <laughs> I'm laughing because I don't want to remember. Yeah, I don't. I don't miss our high school, but I used to piss on things that would <laughs> I don't think I ever actually did because never called me on my bluff, but it wasn't a bluff. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I must have been in the classes where I wasn't with you, because <laughs> I don't remember that happening. <laughs> We didn't have many classes together, I don't think. We were just ate lunch in the same random bit of floor in the hallway. Yeah. We didn't have facilities for people to sit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, they didn't, huh? Yeah, they and seating huh. for a third of the student body at tops. I, I wouldn't even say a third. I'd say more like a tenth. Yeah, it wasn't good. No. Then they shut it down. You were graduating. Yep. Politics. That's all I'm going to say because I don't want people trying to get who we are. So yeah. <laughs> Our school doesn't exist anymore. You can't find us. <laughs> uh, do the African joke twice. I think it's funny the first time. I don't need it the second so much. Yeah, that that just seemed kind of awkward and out of place. Yeah, like the like the very first one I get because the joke is like yeah. Tina Fey's kind of racist and they do it again we're like I'm from Africa I'll speak African to black people I'm like no no yeah. you told the joke already it was already better yeah and 
thankfully they don't really I don't think they brought that up again. I mean they bring no, up they bring up her her upbringing in Africa a few more times, but not that way. <laughs> well they do a lot more with the uh, Savannah Serengeti was Yeah. The nature show documentaries or yeah. thing, because they're doing wildlife uh, observations. They do a lot of watering hole <laughs> Africa jokes, which feels better. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think. And it's just funnier to watch people acting like animals. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Which I suddenly could relate a lot more to my high school. Like, oh yeah, jumping over the table and trying to get out of someone's eyes out. That's how we did. Yeah, pretty much. Like, now we're in high school. <laughs> Now we can relate. Yeah. Sex ed thing is classic. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, did we did we talk about their our introduction to Tim Meadows and Tina Face characters? Or was that later on in the movie? I can't remember. Nah, you take it. You take okay. it. Okay. So, uh, Tina Fey is a calculus teacher, which, okay. I mean, I don't mind. She can pull it off. <laughs> what? what you, let's unpack this. What do you have against calculus Actually, or Tina Fey? Actually, nothing. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> I took calculus in high school, just that I don't, yeah, whatever. I still haven't, I never made that high in college or anything. <laughs> no, I, I, I took it in high school and then again in college, and when they talked about calculus later on, it made me feel really dumb because I don't remember any of it. I kept uh, I kept starting over the math ladder because mm -hmm. it always be like you have to take this many years of math. And I was like, well, which one's the lowest one that counts? Pre-algebra. Start there. <laughs> and then I did that in middle school and went up to. High school, I'm like, okay, so at this point you're advanced eligible. I'm like, well, how many years do I have to take? I'm like, three. Let's start a pre algebra again. <laughs> so I did that. And then got to college. It was the same thing. Well, you need at least this many semesters of math. Like, well, what counts? Well, algebra's those ones. Start there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I retook the same three levels of math three times. <laughs> and had a really good 
GPA. <laughs> so it worked. That's probably a better plan than what I did. Oh, it was a solid strategy. I just never actually got calculus, which mm, some people get in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, but so, straight A's because I already knew it. <laughs> right. So, um, so we're introduced to Tina Fey's character, whose name I can't. Is it? I can't remember her name. I feel bad about that. Oh, I just called her Tina Fey for the whole thing. Okay, good. Uh, Miss Norbury. Okay. So, we're introduced to her because Lindsay Lyons' character runs into her and she spills coffee all over her shirt. And then the principal walks in, who's played by Tim Meadows, who is fantastic. Yeah! Uh, and of course, Tina Fey is trying to change and take off her, her sweater, which is covered in coffee, and her shirt's stuck to it, and it's awkward, and they're awkward, and, uh, one of my favorite lines, of course, in the entire movie is when they're sort of comparing who had the better summer. You know, where she says, I got divorced. And he says, my carpal tunnel came back. And she says, <laughs> I won. And it's awkward for a few seconds. And he's wearing a cast for Carpal Tunnel? Yeah, I was... I was kind of wondering if he maybe got injured or something at some point, and he just had to wear the cast throughout filming. I was really curious about that. I didn't actually look it up. I mean, I assumed that was what was going on, because it's a weird choice otherwise. Also, the movie spans like seven months, and you appealed by the... Yeah. Hmm. I think. Probably. I don't, I don't know. I've never had carpal tunnel, so I don't know. They have this weird kind of never dressed back and forth where like Tim Meadows is into Tina Fey and we can't tell Tina Fey's into Tim Meadows, but it's cute. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 Then she uh, runs into these Horrible people who are gonna victimize her. <laughs> Lizzie Kaplan, Daniel Franzese, Franzese, who act like they're gonna be her friends, but aren't. <laughs> they're manipulative and they're evil. <laughs> but 
but at least Damien is adorable. Yeah, I mean, Damien's funny as hell. Um, I never identify with Lizzie Kaplan character much, but she's really good on, uh, what's it, that, that show about Kinsey that's on now. I don't know, I don't watch TV nowadays. Fair enough. Yeah, she's a really good actor. I was kind of curious because I knew I, I, I was pretty sure I'd seen her in something, but I looked at her IMDb page and didn't recognize anything she was in, so. If she starts opposite. Uh, Michael Sheen in, let me see if I can find it, it's about Kinsey, who's the guy who comes with Kinsey scale of, like, various weird sex stuff. Mm-hmm. The show is called, oh, it's just called Masters of Sex, that's, that's gonna be. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> okay then. That's hard to order on on demand and have no one know what it's about. But okay. <laughs> but she's really good on that. Hmm. And she's in the league. Maybe that's where I saw her from. Because I know I saw that series from beginning to end and regretted watching the last half of it, but maybe that's where I saw her from. I haven't seen that one, but now I feel like I should, so I can understand your opinion. <laughs> I mean, it was okay. The, the first, I, I liked it when they focused on the idea of the series, you know, being there, it's telling the story of people in a fantasy football league, and then about three or four seasons in, they just decided to forget about the fantasy football league, and the characters just got more and more annoying, so... Yeah. She's also in True Blood, which I haven't seen, but it's on my list because all things with vampires in it are on my list. Hmm. That's fair. It, I haven't yeah. seen that either. I don't know. Anyway. Point so. is, she's evil. Right. <laughs> and she acts like they're gonna be friends, and then convinces her to skip class on her first day. (laughs) And these friends are very presumptuous, but I can see why she likes them, because they are charming. (laughs) They do that sort of fun documentary style, talking about the lunchroom tribes. Oh yeah. Which is pretty spot on, as I recall. Or at least was when I was in high school. I 
Probably. I, I don't remember. I, I didn't really pay that much attention to the whole click thing, but yeah, it would it would seem like the same, the kind of clicks that you would see in a high school, I would guess. Yeah, I was I was on like good terms with eight or nine clicks that I didn't sit with, but I always wanted to get invited to their stuff, so I sort of circulate in this weird like like a like a nomad with 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 a caravan of trade goods <laughs> was how I did the <laughs> first ten minutes very lunch period. <laughs> then she was kind of inducted into the Mean Girls group, and this is where that problem that I'm very familiar with, where you're being pulled in two directions by the smart kids and the pretty kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so far, the Mean Girls seem pretty nice, and the Art Freaks seem pretty mean. <laughs> but we're supposed to think those are reversed. Yeah, and I don't know, there's a lot of funny lines here. I don't write them down. One of one of my probably my favorite line from the whole introducing the different mean girls is when they're they're talking about Rachel McAdams character not Rachel McAdams, is that her name? I can't remember. The lead uh, girl. That's the actress' name, yeah. The right. character is Regina. Right. Because uh, they're showing just various other students talking about her. And the very last one says, One time, she punched me in the face. It was awesome. <laughs> that was pretty great. I don't remember what to do, but yeah, that was that was one of my favorite quotes from that part. When I remember the compliment thing, like you're really pretty. Was, Thanks. So you agree? You <laughs> think you're really pretty? <laughs> it was just this, <laughs> which was. The first line of like 15 in this movie that I had quoted at me so many times I already knew it. <laughs> but it is very good. <laughs> uh, oh, um, I did. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, you, you first. Uh, and there's her friends, there's Regina, there's Gretchen, and there's, is it Karen? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And I like both of them a lot, also. <laughs> Karen's the humorously stupid one, Gretchen's 
Oh, Braxton's just great. I can't, like, pigeonhole her. <laughs> she just keeps doing great things. <laughs> like, I think she's my favorite, but I don't know how to sum her up. <laughs> I, honestly, for me, out of the three of the initial Mean Girls, uh, Karen is oddly my favorite just because uh, her actress does such a good job of playing that character it's it's scary how good she is yeah. at playing the dumb character yeah that was uh, Amanda Seafried. Yeah. Seyfried? Yeah. Yeah. She, I saw her in something else. I think she was in Veronica Mars or something, which I wasn't super into. I saw a bunch of... Yeah, she's been in a bunch oh, of... Oh, and stuff. Twin Peaks. Oh, the new one. I haven't seen that one. I haven't either. That would not have been where I messed her from. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think at that point, it's at that point when they, we get introduced to the, the love interest, right? Afterward. Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's an appropriate response. <laughs> like, okay, who's this guy she thinks is so... Okay, yeah, Yeah. Well, but this is right after, um, because first, Lizzie Kaplan immediately starts manipulating her, right? Right. Because she's like, okay, so you have no idea what anything social is. You have no social graces. You have no experience with groups. The first thing I'm going to do is make your entire life about my vengeance plot <laughs> and throw you into this group where I know you can't survive and then blame me for everything that happens to you <laughs> because I'm the good guy and it turns out the entire conflict is because she had... Uh, unrequited crush was making people uncomfortable. Hmm. Which is also <laughs> not a righteous position. I'm sorry. <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like we kind of did just get to it, but yeah. She's the devil. I don't, I don't get why she's the good guy. I, 
I will admit my first time watching this movie, I did sort of sympathize with her, but the second time I watched it, and um, that exact point was brought up in the movie, I thought, oh, that's exactly right. She's a horrible person. I didn't think so yet at this point. I think I, like I still didn't get the shoes of bad guy at this point. <laughs> yeah, I did later, but we'll talk about it. Yeah, and Damien's always great. I guess he's bad too, but I can't be mad at him. Because he's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> I guess there's this guy. He's beautiful. She has a crush on him. And there's a flashback to her to showing her first, like, uh, her <laughs> character's first crush. She's, she's five. like five years old or something. And she's just, it's, she's, you know, it's her in, in the savannah when she's five. She looks up to this, um, I can't remember the other kid's name, her crush's name. And she just, you know, she talks to him and hugs him and then he just walks away. <laughs> She's like, I like you. He's like, yeah. go away. <laughs> and she follows him. That's, and that was the extent of her crush. It was great. <laughs> okay, math guy's really attractive and kind of dumb, which is perfect for her because she's really smart. Yep. The second line's always quote at me. Get in, loser, or going Because <laughs> 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 the whole way it's set up, just this really fancy verbal pulls up. They yell at her to get in the car because they're ditching school to go shopping. <laughs> and she does, and that's it. That's the whole thing. <laughs> And this was their, this was her first sort of um, flashback to seeing people as animals at the mall. Right, right, right like her watering hole and stuff. Yeah. Are malls still a thing? I feel like that was a, a, a slice of life from like that decade. But I don't know if I'm not wrong. They still exist, I'm sure, but I don't think they're. I don't know if they still kind of hold the same sort of. They don't. They don't seem to be like they used to. I guess as far as being the place to be for teenagers and that sort of thing. I guess, I'm assuming, 
I'm, I'm only familiar with like three local malls. I know that one no longer, or I feel like four local malls. One's still okay, but one no longer exists. And two are from ghost towns every time I've been for the last like five years. So I don't know if that's. I mean, you've been to the mall more than I have then, because I haven't been to a mall in a very long time. They got, so, they got yeah. theaters in it, is all. Yeah, that's fair. That's where I go to see my movies and then also have a Cinnabon. Mm, because that's a tradition that I will die on. <laughs> Hey, hey, audience, have you ever had a cinnamon? Because you haven't had a cinnamon, I, they're not, they haven't given us any money, but I endorse them for Um, and I say that with full knowledge that they probably cause cancers of many kinds, but I don't know. I just love them. It's like what donuts could have been, but never quite made it to. That's my opinion on Cinnabons. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us so on iTunes and Stitcher. <laughs> Cinnabon, get at me. If you want any publicity stunts like a fat guy eating so many of your products and he dies on camera, call me. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. This point is just damn, she assassinated that date. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> she calls in a fake Planned Parenthood test result to the girl's mom. Mm-hmm. Which is a, a noticeable thing. Like, she doesn't go after the guy who hurt her friend. She just assassinates this girl <laughs> who likes her who did nothing wrong. <laughs> so they are pretty mean. I get it. Yeah. And of course, the only thing I took out of that scene was, hey, this is an unintentional period piece because she's using a razor phone. It's 2004. Yeah. Or 2003 or whenever they filmed it. It's like, those were the, those were the hot phones back then. And... It's, They're still kind of cool. 
Like they still weigh less than smartphones. If you didn't yeah. use it for smartphone stuff, I would still have one. No, that's fair. I feel like it's a it's a really interesting Goldilocks zone between the internet being really prominent, cell phones being a thing, but the internet not being on cell phones yet. Mm-hmm. Like that's a like a four year slice. That's pretty narrow, right? Well, like when when yeah. did smartphones start? versus cell phones like there was well I mean if you want to got a cell phone really late I'm thinking that I mean if you want to get technical cell phones have been around since the 80s or maybe even the 70s but I know what you're talking about the the more prominent of cell phones. I don't know, that was maybe like early 2000s, maybe? Whereas the internet on phones, I don't know when the first iPhone came out. Maybe 2010? Guess You know what? It, it occurs to me I'm probably not the one to ask because I didn't get a smartphone until I went out for like eight years. I didn't get a cell phone towed out for about that long. My first internet access computer was in the 21st century, so it's not. <laughs> I wasn't like rich. <laughs> okay, I have to do the research just because I'm really curious. Like, yeah, I'll get. I'll get a computer. Do they still do the AOL? Like, um... <laughs> we, we insert computers into your eyeballs now. How old are you? <laughs> I want to type my correspondence. Okay, the first iPhone apparently came out in 2007. So, it was maybe about a five to seven years between the internet being... But when the first cell phone came out? The first cell phone, I have no idea. The first popular, like, those Nokia bricks or whatever. I mean, the first popular, like, the, the Nokia bricks came out in the 80s, I think. Nah, nah. The, the, like, the little... I mean, if you're talking about, so, like, the... I mean, if you're talking about more... I mean, like, the, the popularity of cell phones maybe was... I I swear it was like early two thousands. So yeah, you're probably right. It was maybe four to five years. Yeah, the original Nokia thirty three ten that was produced early to mid two thousands. 
Okay, third through ten is going by the pictures. No, that's newer than the one I was thinking of. Okay, I have no idea. I know nothing about technology except that I didn't have it until it was already very common. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. But um, all the same, I'm saying I think this is a not a period piece because I think a lot of this is still relatable because at least it is post cell phone. Not like the pre cell phone, pre internet stuff where nobody can relate anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I I just thought it was kind of interesting. That, that, I mean, I think at the time that this film was out, that was sort of, that was like the big cutting edge thing was the, the Motorola Razor phone. It's just, it's, it's just interesting to me how much technology has evolved in the last 15 years or however long it's been since uh, oh, and to any teenage listeners out there like it'll <laughs> happen to you oh yeah you're you're gonna be 45 and they're gonna be like everyone gets crystals implanted in their brain unless their friends read their thoughts you're being too privacy minded and they'll be like it's weird <laughs> and we'll understand you and they won't yep. and you'll come crawling back <laughs> <laughs> Although, to be fair, we'll probably... Well, no, we won't be... No, probably won't be I'll dead. be dead. I, there's <laughs> a pretty good chance I will be, too. So. I'll be dead in, like, six years from this <laughs> So that means we have Four. another 72 episodes we can record. Yeah, no, this, <laughs> this is going to be my entire legacy. Cool. No, don't worry, I'm, I'm never going to die. I'm just going to get stellar more insane. Okay. That's, and then, I mean, eventually I'll probably die, but I'll never know. It's going to be crazy enough by then. But how will we be able to tell that I'm dead? No, that you're going progressively more insane. Oh, you can't. It's it's a trap. Yeah, no, I... That's the whole... That was the joke. Oh, never mind. So, hey, Amy Poehler has a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Amy pours a gift. Oh my god, she's amazing. <laughs>
the whole house, every scene with her is just surreal and amazing. <laughs> this giant mansion, she was nothing to the entire movie except jogging suits. <laughs> Okay, it's a joke, and they could have just let it lie. And they talk about how numb and hard they are. It's like, okay, you're going, you're leaning into the joke a little more, that's fine. Then they have her pet, her toy lap dog, just gnawing on her breast, and her not noticing to demonstrate. Like, we got it three steps ago, but now it's back into crazy again. I don't know where I am, but it's amazing. Less than eight years younger than her, <laughs> yeah. so it kind of works. <laughs> yeah. Then, okay, so it's Regina's house. I feel like the next big development is the three way call thing, which is pretty funny. But yeah. Am I missing anything? Because they introduced that book. Which I also identify with because I also have a book of, of dirt on everyone I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a pretty obvious Chekhov's gun. But it's not like, it's not a clever dossier. It's one insult per human being at their school. And that's kind of it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, yeah. It's like so and so is fat, so and so is gay, so and so once made out with a hot dog? Yeah. That was horrible. How am I supposed to eat a hot dog? I mean, we'll never know, unfortunately. I mean, it's... Do you think... Do you think that was an edit? I feel like that was a PG edit. Because who doesn't make out with hot dogs? But... What could you have done this gross with a hot dog? I'm just saying. Mm. I think that was that. Could have been. 
Cause don't judge the way I eat hot dogs Cause you gotta get the whole thing in mind You can't lose all the mustard <laughs> God damn it <laughs> maybe, maybe I just make out wrong <laughs> you, gotta get, you gotta get her whole head in your mouth <laughs> It's romantic. Can that be like our first t-shirt? You gotta get her whole head in your mouth or you lose the mustard. Yeah. Why not just, or or else you lose the mustard? I don't fucking know. No sense in or out of contact. I'm tired and I'm sick. That's funny to me. Right. Sorry, I should. I will. I will keep it going. It's okay. You're good. Uh, is it bad? Are you like six eggs? No, no, I'm. I'm still. I'm still at the. I'm still on the. Like the tail end of that whatever cold or flu that I had. Oh, so man. my head is completely stopped up, and I'm probably gonna cough a bit. So sorry. No, no, it's fine. It's, if I'm if I'm keeping you up, you're hallucinating on drugs or something. No, I no, I'm I'm not I'm not on any drugs, unfortunately. Uh, well, yeah. um, I'll come over later then. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's like got some. Yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, yeah, the freeway. I got melatonin. <laughs> There, flu. <laughs> what you need? <laughs> I got Mucinex, I got Claritin, <laughs> shady trench coat full of <laughs> over the counter antihistamines. <laughs> So yeah, there's a three-way call. <laughs> yeah, three-way call's pretty great, cause yeah. uh, Regina's trying to get... No, uh, yeah. okay, so... Uh, uh, Lindsay Lohan has the crush on the, the beautiful boy in the math class. <laughs> Who used to go out with uh, Rachel McAdams, Regina George, whose name I can always remember, but I can't remember Lindsay Lohan's name. It's. They always mispronounce it. It's Katie. Right. Yeah. And, and then she told Gretchen, but she didn't tell. She she didn't tell Rachel McAdams, and then Rachel McAdams 
calls her to tell her that Gretchen told her and tries to get her to talk shit about Gretchen. And then Gretchen's quietly on the other line because she's trying to start a fight between people. Uh, it's just really funny, but it also doesn't go anywhere, so it's sort of just strange. Yeah, I think it was, just, I think it was just probably more of, I mean, I know that the characters are pretty well established at this point, but it's probably just sort of a establishing that Regina George will will backstab anyone that she can whenever she can in order to get ahead. Maybe. But how's she get ahead? How's it do? By keeping everyone else below her. Maybe. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Do people listen to three-way calls? I feel like this is the screenshot of text messages I, of ten years ago. I mean, you can you can do that on on cell phones now, but. I don't think people really do that any the three-way calls anymore. I don't know. I know that I feel like the I feel like the act of if you're trying to get someone to talk shit about someone that sabotaged them, now you text them and then screenshot the text and send that, right? Yeah. I'm trying to keep up with the, the modern warfare <laughs> of uh, <laughs> I would assume so. I'm usually not the kind of person to try and uh, and do that kind of stuff. So, I, I guess so. Really? I assumed you were. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if, no, I, no, if, I, if, I, if I have to, I will. But <laughs> it hasn't come up recently. It's like, what, what are the kids doing now? <laughs> What are the, I just got the Pokemon Go, is that over? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> is this how you do the Snapchatting? <laughs> Am I fleek yet? Am I on the fleek? Am I under the fleek? <laughs> Die of old age in 12 minutes. You can still listen to the Skrillex. What? 
You can still listen to the Skrillex and the Dubsteps. I think I think they do actually. I think that's oh. still pretty new shit. <laughs> Damn, I wrong. No, I'm probably wrong. I'm probably my age showing a bunch of comments on this episode like, no idiot. I think this is what high school movies are gonna be like from now on in my life, though. Like, oh yeah, something in school. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be... <laughs> yeah... 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 Okay! Um, right, I think... In fact, I think I just discovered why I like vampire movies so much. Like... Victorian <laughs> noblemen make me feel young. <laughs> Teenagers make me feel old. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> We've cracked that nut. <laughs> well, that took a while. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, so then it's the Halloween party, right? Yes. Where, uh, she doesn't know she's supposed to just wear laundry and animal ears, so she goes to pretty rad, like, zombie <laughs> bride or something. That was pretty fantastic. Just everyone freaking out. Which also, like, she's not... The teeth is the only thing to make yeah. it a gross costume. Like, yeah. it's still just a kind of nice dress and cool makeup. There's no... I don't know, it's it very funny. I love this one extra who I just noticed at this party. She only has three scenes in the entire movie that I remember. And it's just being talked to by Lindsay Lohan and giving her the what are you doing talking to me look and then looking away in response to greetings. <laughs> like she did it twice the lunch, or she did once the classroom, once at the lunch table. And wants this party, and she's my favorite character. She doesn't have any speaking lines. <laughs> I. Oh, that's where I didn't even remember. She's just a, the pretty black girl who does not have time for Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I did not rest supporting actress. <laughs> I don't remember I remember the Okay, I think I remember her at the lunch scene. I don't remember her at the Halloween scene, but I I don't know. 
His visa acted on Rush first again. What's this? Yeah, better. Yeah, it's. I think her first scene was the second Africa joke. And then she has occasion to do it twice more. Maybe just once more, and I'm misremembering. But I think twice more she does that. Okay. Because I remember that part. The I think I remember the... The... Yeah, the, the Africa at lunch joke thing. I remember that. I didn't realize it was the same girl at the Halloween party, so... Well, it's... Well, that, that's the thing, like, it's... Because there's, like, eight people that do it at the lunch table, and she's just one of them. Okay. And then I think it's one of them at the Halloween party, and that's how she elevates herself from the crowd who did that, because that's I just gotcha. her thing, and that's great. Gotcha. I think... Did she do three times or two? I don't know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I mean, it does, <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> no, but she, she's great either way. Like, she can't. If she only did it twice, she's still with her character. <laughs> so, so, then Regina gets beautiful math boy back instead of helping uh, Lindsay Lohan talk to him, which she said she was going to do, but I don't get her motivation at this point, like, is she trying to kick Lindsay out of the group, or just establishing dominance, or like, what's the, I don't get why, you know? I think it's probably that she's establishing dominance. Like, maybe she's starting to sense that Lindsay Lohan is sort of becoming more and more popular, possibly. But I thought so, she wasn't at this point yet. Maybe she's still the weird one who doesn't dress up in lingerie at Halloween and stuff. And maybe. But I mean, people are noticing her more. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that she's not necessarily popular, but she's being noticed. So maybe it's that Regina wants to kind of keep her in her place because she still wants to be the alpha bitch I guess <laughs> I don't know maybe possibly this seemed like the first time where they're just like what if we just make her villain and I didn't get the motivation behind it 
fucking got the when she ruined that poor girl's life for dating <laughs> the boy that her friend liked. There's at least still a sort of tenuous reasoning of like, well, you're hurting my friend, so. Meh. Mm. I just didn't get this one. That's all. I don't know, it could be jealousy, also. Because, I, I mean, they, they kind of explained what happened between Regina and beautiful math boy, but I can't remember exactly who dumped who. Maybe she was just kind of jealous about the whole idea that Lindsay Lohan had a crush on beautiful math boy. Him. Mm. I mean, there's a bunch of reasons she could have just not even seemed obvious to be fair, this is also high school, where this kind of stuff is much, much more important. I mean, I'll take your word for it. Our high school, we just try not to get stabbed. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly assuming at this point. <laughs> I want to go to this high school instead. This looks rad. (laughs) (laughs) They can make a weird little posse and just all dress the same or something. That'd be kind of nice. We should should come up with different color coordinated days for clothing. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, I never actually did that in high school or life, but I feel like we should. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay, I'll, I'll have to think of something. Okay. Because. Uh, like alliteration, I can't think of any colors to start with M. Or on Mondays, we are a mob. That's actually the one I was thinking of, too. <laughs> God damn it. Teal Tuesdays, what? What? Days. That's weird. Uh, yeah, I I do have a lot of white clothes, but I don't I don't like any white days. No, that's, for other reasons. That's yeah. <laughs> no, I, I get it. That's fair. <laughs> okay, so. back to her evil group A mm-hmm. they come up with all these plans to sabotage Machine and George <laughs> and pretty funny cause they all backfire yep. I guess there's only two right yeah 
because they have uh, it's like a Valentine's Day thing so to do it for Christmas where you can send candy canes to your friends unless they send them to all the friends except Gretchen and this must have been at Christmas time right? Because it was yeah. Santa, and then there was the. But yeah, I, oh, I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, they do what they normally do. What, yeah. what I'm only familiar with people in real life doing for uh, Valentine's Day, but they have one for Christmas right. also. Okay. Candy yeah. I, 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 I get what you mean now. I, I was, I was thinking you were saying it was at. Valentine's Day, which it wasn't, obviously. So, nah, sorry. That's a whole other thing. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but they 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 send candy in her name to both of her friends, but not to the one friend, Gretchen. And the, the Damien is the guy who's handing it out. And it's just really awkward because he can't lie to save his life. <laughs> it's just like, and two for you, and three for you, and none for Gresham Wienerbot. And it's I didn't catch that the first time I watched the movie. <laughs> it was obviously oh, him. It was obviously breathlessly rushes yeah. through it. <laughs> I mean, I heard it, but it didn't. It didn't register. That's what those lines been quote at me for. Ten years, so I remember the non-progression we I think you have much more experience with people quoting this movie at you than I do. Yeah, well, the like the that friend group of like four girls. Uh, I don't want to mention names because whatever. Right. <laughs> um, but the, I don't think they're friends anymore, actually. I think they've fractured, uh, possibly because they behaved in a way that <laughs> made them really similar. Movie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> possibly. But they liked this one a lot. Hmm. Uh, and I didn't get it because I hadn't seen it yet at that point. So I was like, okay, this is the thing that those guys say <laughs> at each other when things are funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, now they don't talk to each other anymore. Um, yeah. Which is too bad. But I never understood a lot of things about how it is. Anyway, then they do the. This is where I realized that, like, I like 
I like our flirty, fun Christmas song routine that we do. Mm-hmm. I think we need a flirtier one because we can't compete with this, really. True. But to be fair, we gotta up our game. I didn't even know this was competition that was out there. That that is that is true. But also to be fair, uh, we're not sixteen-year-old high school girls, much as we might, might wish we are. No, I mean, that just makes it less appropriate that they're doing it instead of us, because they're 16, what the hell? Eh. True. Okay, point taken. Okay. We'll, uh, ah, that's, we'll, we'll, that's we'll, the we'll figure out that joke. I didn't think that was You're pressing me for details. I don't have any. Why not? Yes, and goddammit. Uh, Amy Poehler dancing with the camera <laughs> makes me so happy. <laughs> uh, okay, actually, sorry, we skipped over one of my favorite lines in this part for it, was for uh, when they were just starting the talent show and of course Tim Meadows you know he says let me hear you make some noise and you know all the students are going crazy and then after a few seconds he says alright that's enough and everyone shuts up and is like, that won't actually happen in high school. But I'm okay with it because it's Tim Meadows. And I like everything he says. He's, he's sparsely used, mm-hmm. but it works really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then the What's the guy's name? Kevin the Mathlete? Oh, yeah. Kevin the Poor. Yeah. Yeah. I like him a lot. Oh, yeah. He's the guy who keeps appearing out of, like, the mist (laughs) to try to get um, Lindsay Lohan to join the Mathletes. Yeah. And is also doing some weird, like... Who does your mind of some boy band, but it's not any of the big ones? 
teen at one stage. I don't know. Unfortunately. A now extinct boy band <laughs> variety. Yeah. Um, Let's go with this. Like, sexually explicit dance. So like, okay, that's That's alright. Good job. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Because Tim Meadows has to usher him off. It's like, okay, you're done. Yeah, and it's not, like, it's not that good a gag, but I just want to give props to that character in case I forget to mention him again. Yeah. He's always a subtle, well, not subtle, he's not at all subtle, but a, <laughs> a non-central current throughout that improves everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is when so Regina's starting to like uh, Lindsay Lohan bears and Gretchen and this is my possibly my favorite part in the entire movie I think I've said that three times at this point. <laughs> when she's giving a report on, like, oh. the death of Julius Caesar. She's <laughs> like, Bruce is just as cute as Caesar. Bruce is just as smart as Caesar. People totally like Bruce just as much as they like Caesar. <laughs> 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 So on the nose, <laughs> That was her crowning moment. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little meta, because like, okay, we're doing metaphor here. We're not even doing a metaphor here. We're telling you what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is like the second poly, right? This is when they successfully sabotage her a couple times. Well, they, because they try to, they try to catch, um, beautiful math boy. They try to kind of show him without actually telling him that um, Regina is cheating on him with some other guy some sports right. guy the guy who, who goes on to play so and so in Homeland Security 24? Oh. Oh. It was an actor I recognized from one of those evening, weekday night point guns people wearing ties things. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I only saw the first season of 24, so if he was on that, I'd I still don't remember. 
probably was and it was probably something else, maybe like the Blacklist or something. I don't know. There's a bunch of those kinds of shows yeah. where I'm realizing right now is it trying to think of which one What's that one where he's an agent of some kind and they point guns at each other and yell and there's a danger and they have to stop the danger from happening to the good people? <laughs> okay, so in the, yeah, the past 10 years there have been approximately thousand of those? I don't know. Might be rounding up slightly. But oh, yeah, I, I get what you mean. I get what you boyfriend uh, yeah. is an actor recognized. Okay. And she's cheating on, on the pretty math boy with yeah. New boy, yeah. In the projection room above right. the auditorium, and I know that specific detail because the first way they tried to get him <laughs> to walk in on them <laughs> is by putting a sign on the pool door saying "Swim Team Practice <laughs> will be held in the projection room above the auditorium." <laughs> <laughs> and he just buys it. Just like, alright. <laughs> it goes up there with the towel and trunks, but it's wrong. But it's the wrong day, and it's the pedophile day. Which is... No, actually, the pedophile day was the second time. Because the first time, it was actually Regina and her uh, new boyfriend. But the door was locked. So right. when the pretty math boy gets in, then she just kind of shoves... Uh, new boyfriend out there so it maybe it actually seems like these part of the swim team cause he's mostly naked and they have a really awkward you know look right yeah okay and the next time uh Damien steals Lindsay Lohan's purse and you know he runs <laughs> off yeah. a, she he looks like he's running yeah. to the projection room of the that's when they catch the coach the health teacher uh, making out with one of the Asian uh no, she wasn't one of the Asian nerds. Uh, the other Asian. Because they divide the tables up into... There's the nerdy Asians and the popular Asians. 
Right. Which... I don't know that is okay. It's kind of funny, <laughs> so alright. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's the group that Gretchen eventually joins in that, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's it's never really dressed again till the very end, like the coach is an active pedophile, no one cares. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they just notice it and it's funny and fun. Yeah. <laughs> so like it's not pedophile, there's a specific term for puberty, whatever, but I don't know. Yeah. It's a statutory. That's not my job. I feel yeah. needs to know nothing about listening to pain to because it's gross. So there we go. Fair. And then this is around the time I realized I'm super invested in this. <laughs> and I wrote it down. How did I get invested in this? <laughs> She convinces him to let her to tutor her, even though she's better at math. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I don't know, that's just when I realized, like, wow, there's a lot of intrigue going on here. <laughs> is How's this gonna affect your grades? Is this gonna work? <laughs> Does he still like Regina better? I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I care so much about <laughs> You're in too deep at this point. Much like Lindsay Lawrence's character was going in too deep at this point. Oh, shit. That's... It's a good movie. I'm just, I'm, I know it's a good movie. No, it's I no, I completely agree. But I was, just, I'm just saying, it's at this point where I was realizing, oh shit, her character is getting, she, like she's, she's getting, she's like those, um, those cops who go undercover. And then they kind of, they have to act the part and play the part. Yeah. But then... She's getting point break. She's getting yeah. point broken. There you go. I, yeah. I have not seen that movie, so the reference is she's getting lost on me. But yeah, that She's thing. getting, uh, uh... It's okay. A man called Horse? Getting Avatar. She's getting Last Samurai. Last Samurai. She's okay, getting Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, she's she's, she's getting. Uh, yeah. Was, did that happen in Dead Presidents? I, you're, yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen that one either. She's getting. You see undercover 
episodes 1, 3, 5, 6, 7, 11, 12, and 14. That show didn't have that many arrows in its quiver. Remember that one? Nope. The only the only thing I remember some episodes, so I I I watched it. But the only the only thing out of all of those that you mentioned that I actually recognized the era that I've seen was Last Samurai. Okay, Samurai. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. She she's in too deep at this point. And it's not we're not sure if she'll be able to get out of the whole mindset of being a mean girl. That movie, by the way, much less racist than the advertising made it seem. I actually kind of liked it. Last Samurai? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I thought we were still talking about Mean Girls, and I thought, I don't remember the advertising for this movie, but I don't know if it was racist. Nah, they, they did that stupid thing the new where it's like, Tom Cruise is a samurai and he's the best samurai. And like, no, he's the he's the dopey guy who the last samurai is Ken Watanabe. That's the title character. Uh, he's just not on all the posters because Hollywood operates poorly. Yeah. I'm just saying, check it out. You might not like it, but it's not as it's 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 smarter than it looked because of how they advertised it. Mm. Uh, no, I mean, I first of all, it's not the best movie ever made. I'm just saying. I it. I did see it. It's just been a good. 12 years or however long it's been since the movie was out in theaters. I like the parts when they poke each other with swords until they die. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna say it's my favorite part, but it's among them. <laughs> so. <laughs> the shade from the lady in the mall is fantastic. It's <laughs> <laughs> contrast shopping. She doesn't fit in it. Oh. And the store clerk gives zero fucks about this girl's feelings. Right. So she had definitely, yeah, so this was at that point where she had been consuming the car bars for a while, I guess. Yeah. Because she's trying to lose three pounds. She actually gained like three pounds. I don't know how much she's supposed to. 
I don't think the actress actually got any fatter, so I can't I tell how much she was supposed to have. But she couldn't fit into the dress she'd picked out X number of months ago. Um, and Lloyd's just like, why don't you try Sears? And walks away. And I guess Sears isn't a fancy dress store for other people than me. Um, apparently. Like, wow, Sears? They can afford Sears? But, okay, let's... let's my issues. <laughs> but even though she's kind of winning, it's not necessarily a good thing because now it's affecting her math grades. Yep. And she's getting in way too deep. Well, I think it was, it wasn't so much that, she, well, no, because she said she was basically tanking on purpose. Like, she's not getting dumber. She's, right, but, but it is affecting her grades because to convince right. a boy for math that she needs his help, she has to start aiming for C's and D's on her tests. Yeah. Even though she was acing them and could still ace them. Mm-hmm. So this, this campaign is affecting her, uh, her grades. Yeah. Yeah. Her maths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... That is also being... Yeah. And then at some point, there were two quotes that I wrote down that I really enjoyed. It was probably during one of those lunch scenes where I can't even remember who it was. It might have been Regina... Because she says, I was half a virgin when I met him. I don't remember what that was in reference what to. What does that mean? I don't know, but I thought it was funny. No, it's really funny. I remember the time instead of like, what is half a virgin? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> And then there was another line where they were, they, I think it was Karen said, you want to go to Taco Bell? And of course Virginia says, I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. Which, I mean, she's not the, she's not the smartest person, but I just thought that was funny. That she was talking about how she's on an all carb diet trying to lose weight, but yeah. And isn't Taco Bell mostly carbs? It, 
Maybe not, because it's like corn tortillas and not wheat, and I have no idea what a carb is. It occurs to me just now. Yeah, it's, yeah, corn, and then also, you know, whatever they pass for meat there and vegetables and that sort of thing. I know that the carb on my dad's car went bad. I think that's something I else. think that might be a carburetor. I know it carburates. Okay. But I assume that's also what carbohydrates do. Do they not carburate your bloods? You know, I actually don't know. I assume they carburate your bloods and your insides if you eat enough of them. It's possible. And that's what makes you fatter. By having too much carburation. Huh. Which is how they make the sodas fizzy. Inside of the bottles and the cans in which they sell the soda. Huh. In the fountains. I don't know how any of it works. It's very complicated. I learned something today. I assume the soda fountains have carburetors, but I don't know how you'd fill one inside a bottle mm. and make it visible because I can see right through the bottle because the hard water that they make the bottles out of, uh, you can see through and then recycle mm. if you care about the environment. I know a lot of stuff. Yeah. I can tell. Because yeah. you said all those things, and I didn't know any of it until now, when you just told me about it. So, I'm impressed. And then doing the phone call, and it's a split screen for wins for Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a part where that I, I remember that Karen was, she was kind of self-aware that she was dumb. And I kind of appreciated that for some reason. I don't know why. Well, because even asked, right? She's saying, because someone calls her dumb. And she's like, oh, Karen, you're not dumb. She's like, no, I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, she gets it, which is sad. But also, at, at least she understands. <laughs> But she has a fifth sense. Oh yeah, she has. She has ESPN. Her, her press can tell when it's going to rain. Actually, no, just when it's already raining. Yeah. 
which comes up later on in the epilogue, I guess. Is that what we call it? It's just precious, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> actually isn't the main plot point of it, so fair enough. But it does have to happen. Yes, of course it happens. <laughs> Probably the only really tripe in this movie, but I didn't so much need it. <laughs> what all happens to the party? Uh, I've been talking for a while. Uh, take over. No, it's okay. Uh, let's see. The party was kind of utter chaos. Because they're, they were expecting a few people to come over. And I think by this point they had ousted Regina from the, from the group, right? She had just yeah, been kicked out. One at that point. Yeah. So she had one at that yeah. point. She so knew she was yes. three. Exactly. So she was expecting a small party with uh her only two friends and um pretty boy from math. But then I guess Regina and Karen, not Regina, sorry, Gretchen and Karen uh, spread the word, and so there are tons of people there that she wasn't expecting, and of course, they're all... Yeah, which of course was going to happen. Yeah. Because it's a high school party, and so of course it will. And there were, you know, jocks tossing around her, like the priceless um, heirlooms and that sort of thing that her parents got. Uh, and uh, let's see, then. Pretty math boy shows up at some point, and they do that thing where he walks by and then he looks for her. He looks for Lindsay Lohan, but he can't see her. And then one second passes, and then she enters the frame. And she wonders where he is, and she's freaking out because she's thinking, is he just blowing me off? Is he not actually going to show up? Uh, let's see. 
and uh, Kevin Napoor's there, and he's he is what he is. Uh, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. I know at one point Regina and other boyfriend drive by. I think. Well, because she found out about the carbs in this one, right? Oh, it, I think it was just after this. I was like, after the party had ended, she finds oh, out about Oh, right, you're right. I think, because eventually they do meet up. Um, Lindsay Lohan and Pretty Math Boy in her bedroom but he sees like all this all who she really is and he's thinking she's more like one of the people she's gone native with than yeah the nerd that of course he would have secretly liked the whole time because of course because that's Because that has to be a thing. Of course. Yeah, yeah, then they meet up and she has this word vomit moment where she talks about how she uh, lied to him about being bad at math. And he gets mad. And then gets stretched starts to leave but we've seen her taking about I don't know four or five cups so the red solo cups worth of I would assume some sort of alcohol and then she actually like real vomit onto his I think right yeah yeah and then he leaves cause he's mad that she wasn't just being herself and, and then the architects of this doom drive by because Lizzie Kaplan and Daniel Francis Francis yeah which the the whole problem was that that was the same weekend that she was going to have an art show oh right which which correct me if I'm wrong that was the first time they'd ever been about to do anything outside of school except hang out at her job at the mall and talk about this weird spy thing she was doing. Yeah, exactly. It seemed like, are they even friends? Because they don't seem like friends. I mean, apparently not. I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, I mean, it seemed like they were never friends. Like, they met, and then for a stage, it's like, I can use you to hurt people. Yeah. And then they never talked about anything except her being used to hurt people, it seemed like. Yeah, pretty much. So she comes by and blames her for doing everything that she told her to do well (laughs) and for not having the fortitude and savvy never having been around other people before to have done it (laughs) subtly. (laughs) Starts blaming her for everything she herself has done. And drives away after screaming at her out of a moving vehicle for a while. And of course, Damien has to lighten the mood by screaming that he wants his pink shirt back. Yeah, well, and his whole thing, like, my curfew is 1 o'clock, is now yeah. 15. <laughs> it's like, I can't stop. I cannot stop this car. We have to keep moving. <laughs> but still, no, but he was good. Yeah. But, but that's, that's when I first draw. I was like, wait a sec, Lizzie Kaplan is the villain of this movie. <laughs> like... <laughs> did all of this and now she's leaving her high and dry and blaming her for it. Uh, because she missed her show and lied about it, which is the only thing she's done wrong to her versus the mountain of offenses the other way around. <laughs> I don't know, I was not convinced that this is supposed to be like a Denny Mauer. Oh my god, what have I become? Like, no, this person is evil. She's manipulating you still. <laughs> Do not second guess yourself, Lindsay Mauer. <laughs> oh my god. And I think that's my. Knows how to say, and her first group of evil friends are mad at her that she's acting like the second group of evil friends that have been her sole social group on this continent because of her first group of evil friends. <laughs> that is entirely accurate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> oh my god. And then Regina finds out about the, the car bars because her boyfriend says that his coach has them eat those bars when they're trying to go up a weight class. So I guess maybe he's a wrestler. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Which also seems like something that a coach shouldn't be. Well, he's a pedophile, so fair enough. Yeah. 
The book was already filled out when we first saw it two weeks after she showed up in school. It's a dumb plan. I know it's not like a detective novel, <laughs> but come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't actually think about that, but yeah. Well, I'm, I'm always and forever thinking about how to not get pinned with something. <laughs> like, how is this provably not my fault, even if I did it? There's always much of ways. In this case, it should have been super easy, but I was thinking about it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, that makes... that's... logical. Thank you. So, uh... Yeah, so then the, which uh, this also has another one of my favorite quotes, but it's, it's after Lindsay Lohan gets called to the principal's office because she's in health class where the coach is telling, teaching them about chlamydia, which his line is, if you touch each other, you'll get chlamydia and die. And then, of course, she goes off and then he starts to say, he goes back to, okay, chlamydia, K-L-A, it's <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Because most his line in the very beginning is just like, if you have sex, you will get pregnant and you will die. Yeah. Which was the. <laughs> Here's some garbage. Yeah, he says, have some rubbers. He just has this bucket of condoms. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember sex ed in high school, but it was about that effective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So. So, yes, now everyone knows everything. And this is the part where it's still funny for a little bit, but it. There's this trend of those with a lot of comedies uh, where there's this part about four-fifths of the way through where they have to get all serious because they have to say something important and then it spends like 20 minutes or so boring before getting back to it. Mm-hmm. And they kind of sidestep it, but not really. Like, there, there is sort of a lull right here, because this is the everyone has to learn their lesson part. Yeah, because they have this... They put in... Yeah, because they have this big, like, school-wide riot, because the, uh... the three girls... Lindsay Lohan and Gretchen and K 
Karen are in the principal's office while Regina is taking copies of the book and just spreading them around the entire school. Yeah, she's made flyers out. Yeah. And then everyone freaks out because they... Apparently all of their deepest, darkest secrets have been spread by other people. And then... Yeah. Then, of course, Tim Meadows has to... Uh... Set off the fire alarm. <laughs> There's like the girls who go crazy. Grabs a baseball bat on his desk and walks out. Oh. <laughs> That's and of course there was that one there was one kid who's on his cell phone saying, Mom, can you pick me up? I'm really scared. Well doesn't one kid get tackled down the stairs yeah. or something? Yeah. All sorts of ridiculous shit happening. Like one's hanging from the underpants from a door or yeah. something. It's uh it it begins to look a lot more familiar and like the high school that I know. <laughs> like, oh right. Three hundred people are fighting today. Yep. Exactly. So, okay. So, right. So, he he hits the fire alarm, and uh, he brings all of the junior girls, I think he said. I think that's how we know it was junior year. Okay. So, they all go to the gymnasium. And he, he he basically says that they're going to they're gonna work this out no matter how long it takes. <laughs> and then I guess is that a vice principal? I'll keep you here all night if I have to. Yeah. We can't legally do that. So we can't we'll keep, keep it till four. Yeah. I will keep it till four. So yeah, and then at that point he he has them try to sort of talk out their various problems and just sort of discuss what's going on uh, with the book and all sorts of the all, all the different things that were said in the book and of course the first girl who gets up what I don't remember it was, it was something to do with I can't remember why they were making fun of her for having like heavy periods and that made her a slut or something. Yeah. She's like, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's not my fault. I have a wide vagina and heavy flow. 
to me, I was just like, yeah, I can do this. <laughs> to first, yeah, on everything. Yeah, which, like, fair enough, but also grow up to Meadows. You're impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think in the previous scene, he actually said, I did not leave the south side. You know, like, he said something about, you know, which is how we know the Chickaw. Yeah. So it's like, we know he's, we know he's, uh, he's a hardened guy, but like, at the same time, it's like, God, dude, it's okay. No, Whatever. it's, it's a good joke. No, it is. <laughs> Um, this is sort of the, where everything's supposed to sort of come out of the open. Seems like the climax of the movie, but there's not that much consequence, because everyone already hated, uh, Rachel McAdams and Lindsay Lohan. So, like, nothing really changes that didn't already come out in the last couple scenes, it seems like. Except, but it's yeah. sort of the, the Aesop part where they're like, what if everyone wasn't such an asshole to each other all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, once again, Lucy Captain proves herself a villain by putting the consequences of everything she did <laughs> On and the onus for everything she did on Katie, uh, uh, Regina, Lindsay Lohan. Oh, no, 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 the she was like she states the whole plan, but for some reason. Oh, right. I don't know yeah. if she twisted or if just the school is diseased and the head will everyone blames Lindsay Lohan and not Lizzie Captain who orchestrated the whole thing. <laughs> well, she gets much cheers. Well, I mean, it, that the whole part about Lindsay Lohan getting blamed is part of the next scene. But there, there were a couple other parts right before Lizzie Kaplan that I thought were great. Because sure. they're, you know, when they're, when they're... <laughs> she doesn't even go here. Yeah, that was one of that my one. favorite parts. <laughs> this girl who's just pouring her heart out. And of course, Damien's there. Because of course. Yeah. And he's like, he doesn't, she doesn't even go here. And of course, they'll realize that. She's like, I just have so much. <laughs> isn't Damien like standing in the back with a hoodie and sunglasses yes. and his head and shoulders tall yes. and everyone else? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's adorable. I, I, I mean, I love him. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but, uh, what 
goes, alright, and he's definitely also a bad guy, but I can't blame him for anything. Yeah, because he's just going along with it. And then, of course, the next person after the girl who doesn't go to the high school was Gretchen, who says, I'm sorry that I'm so popular. And of course, you know, they, they do <laughs> the trust fall thing. Everyone likes me. Yeah. But they do the trust fall thing, but everyone steps out of the way except for Karen. <laughs> so of course Gretchen just collapses on the floor. <laughs> Poor it's just crushed. <laughs> okay, sorry. Then we can go on to and that. I also sort of liked that, like, everyone is mad at Regina, everyone's mad at Katie, everyone's mad at Gretchen. Everyone's kind of okay with Karen. Yeah. She's <laughs> just. I like how even in uterus like, yeah, but it's Karen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So then we get the the whole thing with Regina being mad again at Katie. Right? Was that the whole thing? Because well, she's, she's insisting it doesn't matter, but I, for, I forget the class. Well, I, I forget the the rant she goes on because the ending is so dramatic. Yeah. If you remember what is actually said. I, By all means, sure. I, so I, actually, I actually can't because the first time I saw this part, uh, I was legit surprised what happened. It's amazing. I know. So, so, so uh, Liz Lohan chases Rachel McAdams out and they're yelling at each other in the street. Rachel McAdams is standing in the street, which she kind of knows, but it figures like a movie thing. And like, mm-hmm. people, whatever, there's no traffic in movies. But there is, because she gets hit by a fucking <laughs> bus in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fake out that she actually died for like five seconds before they say no she just got really badly hurt I would have liked the movie more if she just died <laughs> and it's completely off the rails <laughs> it's fine that she didn't but it was amazing for the five seconds she shit <laughs> Yep. And we have 
have this heartwarming scene where the janitor tells Lindsay Lohan that she's not a, she's not like the horrible person or whatever, but she kind yeah, of although her mean, mom's mad or for some oh reason. yeah no it, it makes like, sense because you know she became a horrible person because Lindsay Lohan became a terrible person over the but, six months that but she her was in school. doesn't even know any of that. Like, her mother doesn't know she's failing math or that she had a party or anything that her mother ought to be mad about. Like, I don't know why. I think that Esau more recently, let me know if you remember something, but I don't know why her mom is also not on her side. I, I thought, I think it might just be because of the fact that she seems to have changed so much in the however many months that she's been in public school. I guess, as far as her, her, put her in public school. Yeah, but I guess they thought that it would be a good idea, but I guess it just, they, I guess she didn't like the fact that Lindsay Lohan was changing as a person, which, you know, you kind of have to. To adapt in society, but I don't know. Maybe the whole, maybe the mother's problem was that she didn't want Lindsay Lohan to change. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it was just I a, don't know. like uh, I'm I'm. I'm more, more or less on Lindsay Lohan's side because she doesn't know what she's doing. She's trying. I'm against, at this point, Lizzie Kaplan and her mom <laughs> because both of them put her in these situations that she had no tools to deal with and they're mad when she deals with it as best she can. <laughs> Except Lizzie Captain was at least always manipulative and kind of evil. The mom's just out of nowhere. Like, I can't believe you adapted to being in school. <laughs> like, take her back out of school. This is your doing. I don't know. I, uh, yeah. I was offended on Lohan's <laughs> behalf at her mother's behavior. Janner's just dopey and yeah, smiley, so he's fine. Yeah, but I mean, but at least he... I, I did find it kind of adorable that he didn't... that he, he had to 
know, he had to figure out on his own what to, uh, to call, well, when he said, after he found out that she's failing math, when he says, you were, uh, what do they call it? Grounded. You're, you're grounded. And of course, we find out in the next couple scenes that they have no idea what being grounded means. Are you not allowed to go to parties when you're grounded? It's like, what? She went out? Yeah. But she's grounded. Does it matter? Or something like that, yeah. I thought that was adorable. Anyway. And then... Another note here, like, man, her first two friends really are pretty wild. Because they're, like, now just hazing her 24-7. <laughs> yeah. Because they did this thing to her, like stealing her chair and making sure no one talks to her and stuff, where they're not the good guys. <laughs> they A, caused all this, and B, are actually trying to hurt her because she went along with them. Alright, so now she doesn't have any friends for some reason, she doesn't have her mom too, blah blah blah. The last minute mathlete subplot was really hard to get invested in because it was so last minute, but it was also pretty funny. <laughs> Speak for yourself, I was in mathletes. That shit was right. ridiculous. No, I mean, it was. Like, no, no, I get, I get, I get, so get I'm saying the, no, it I had know. nothing to do with the main storyline of the movie. It was like an eight minute total runtime thing. Yeah. You know? No, I get it. She joins the athletes. She's super smart athletes. She wins the athlete thing for them. Yep. They have that joke about a pretty good turnout. There's like seven people scattered throughout the seats. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. They have the the sexist nerd things like, oh, uh, to fight the girl. We also like to fight the girl. (laughs) (laughs) But she wins anyway. Trust she's being mean in her head to this other girl has to not do that. Mm-hmm. And that's the moment that has something to do with what's going on in the movie as a whole, but the rest just sort of uh sort of there. thrown in there. Yeah. It's good. I'm not saying it's not good, it just it's a tangent. That feels too late to be consequential, you know. I suppose so. I mean, it was something that kept being brought up, 
over the course of the film was her joining the mathletes, but her just kind of constantly blowing it off to take down the mean girls. It was just, it was always, I was always sort of in the background, kind of a lot like Kevin the Poor again. It was just yeah. sort of... Who literally appears oh behind her when she asks out of the bathrooms. <laughs> like, does a quick cut and change the angles and then he just... Like, excellent. <laughs> and then, of course, when they win, he tears his shirt. Which is like, yes. <laughs> yeah. He was really great for like visual gags. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they get, in, yeah. they get their letterman's jackets and then they go to the, they go to the dance thing. Yeah. <laughs> Amy Poehler in the background of the couple photos <laughs> just posing behind everyone else. <laughs> She's the best. <laughs> Okay, so... 
That's the joke that I was trying to make. You know. <laughs> she's she's elected Lord of the Dance. Yeah. In large part because people thought she pushed right in front of the bus. <laughs> yeah. And she gives a speech. You know. Yeah, and uses the opportunity to like apologize to everyone and what cracks the crown open and throws it to a bunch of people. Yeah. While Tim Meadows is protesting, like, you don't even have to. <laughs> it's like, it's like most people just accept the crown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let's see. I can't remember exactly what happens because this is the point where the this version of the movie that I was watching cut off. So, my memory of the rest of the movie is from three weeks ago. So, we'll see what happens. Well, everyone... It's not like everyone forgives her, but she is back on more than half of people's good side, it seems like. And then the kind of epilogue thing. Okay, that was, like, I thought it, it was just the epilogue. senior right? year. Yeah. It, yeah, it's senior year and it's senior year, no one cares about clicks anymore, which is pretty much accurate, as I can tell. Yeah. I, yeah. Unfortunately, she gets back together with her first evil friend. Yes. <laughs> Which I just heard like, no, don't go back to them. <laughs> They're vampires. I think it's mostly they just suck out your innocence and use you as a weapon. I think it's mostly just Lizzie Kaplan, who's the vampire. And then discard you into the garbage as soon as you they dull your edge. <laughs> but yeah, but she goes back to those two. Yeah. And, uh, and is still kind of friends with Karen and Gretchen. Kind of. Which I liked their, uh, I liked their sort of epilogue where it shows that Regina is now on the lacrosse team to get her aggressions out in a physical way instead yeah. of in a, a manipulative way and uh, what was it? Just beating the hell out of all of Just beating the shit out of everyone. And what Gretchen's now with the cool Asian group. Yeah, and she like learned Mandarin. Yeah. Just so she could be the second command of a different <laughs> yeah. group, which is pretty great. Yep. 
and Karen becomes becomes a meteorologist. (laughs) (laughs) Because her boobs can tell if it's raining. Something like it's a it's, it's like a thirty percent chance of rain. It's a thirty percent chance it is already yeah. raining. <laughs> it's just standing. gets along now they do with whole click thing but like sometimes there's trouble on the horizon and new mean girls are coming up then all three of them (laughs) 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 but unfortunately that was a joke and it didn't actually happen the end yeah, and was, and was the new clique, like, uh, Regina's little sister? I don't think she was so. in two or three scenes earlier, and I wonder if that was the same person, but I can't. I'm pretty sure her little, I'm pretty sure little sister was, like, seven, so I don't think oh, she was. Yeah, she was not... No, she was fairly young, I think. Gotcha. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so that was not a connected thread that I thought it might. I don't think so, but I could be completely wrong. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. That's Mean Girls. Yep. Describe an exhaustive detail for you. <laughs> oh, and also uh, Tim Meadows and Tina Fey were dancing at the dance. It was cute. There's oh, you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I really liked this movie. <laughs> I did too, actually. <laughs> I uh, don't have as many insightful comments on it as most because <laughs> it's like it's good and I think people should see it. Yeah. Yeah, hell, I want to have more thoughts on this. <laughs> well, let's see. I mean, we could talk about. Well, I, I mean, I I didn't write 
anything down after that, but I mean, I, I thought the writing was spectacular, but of course that's Tina Fey, so of course it was. Yeah. Wanna, I, I want to have more insightful commentary on high school culture and how well it's related, oh, but yeah. it's, it is just, it's so foreign to my high school experience yeah. that I feel like it, it, I know for a fact it speaks to a lot of people. So, I, I guess that was pretty real in a lot of places, just not mine. I remember, like, I knew two guys who got shot to death, and some people got stabbed, and we sent one guy to jail and stuff. Like, it was a different thing going on. Yeah. And the clicks thing. But I also know that this was recommended to us by someone and used to be quoted all the time by different someones. <laughs> and that it's based on a fairly accurate anthropological study of teenagers or teenage girls specifically in high school around that time. Again, the uh, the Queen Bees and Wonkies by Rosalind Wiseman. <laughs> so I think it's pretty smart too. Just I don't feel qualified to <laughs> Yeah. I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm like, is we went to the same high school, so we kind of had some of the same experiences. So yeah, it's this is uh, an entire sort of an entire side of high school that is entirely foreign to me so it was interesting watching it and if it is if it's I'm, I mean like you said if it's if it's an accurate description of what that whole sort of culture was like it was it was both an interesting case study and also a very enjoyable watch because it was just it was so well written very well acted just great characters and uh yeah a lot of a lot of just really memorable moments I guess I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this I mean it's it's all solid ingredients it's got a lot of really funny actors um, it 
it's, it's Lindsay Lohan, I think, the peak of her career before a bunch of stuff happened in real life. It's the SNL crowd when they were still doing a lot of stuff together, but had the time to slow it down and make a really good product between them. Yeah. It's, it's well shot, well written, and like, I can come up with a couple things I don't like about it, but that's true of literally everything. It's mostly a really solid movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and shit, people should watch it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed. Uh, from the cover, I expected there to be a 20 foot tall Lindsay Lohan <laughs> and then several tiny women who harassed her. <laughs> But turns out that was what they call forced perspective, and the giant Lindsay Lohan was actually just a regular-sized person, um, as were the three mean girls. So that was a disappointment to me. Uh, so if you if you want to rented at the video store. None of these things exist anymore. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> uh, don't be fooled by the cover that makes you think that it's about about giants and little people. It's not. That's not what it's that's not what it's going for. Unfortunately. Cool. Yeah, It was, yeah, it was definitely, I went in with pretty much no expectations and I was very pleasantly surprised it was a great yeah it was a surprisingly good movie although I guess for those who expected something of it then I guess it was it was as good as you expected it I don't know it's a good movie. You should go watch it. Well, it does seem... It is imminently quotable. There's, uh... Several really good lines in it that you can take out of context pretty easily. Mm-hmm. I, I put it up with Anchorman as far as just, like, volume of lines <laughs> you can repeat. To actual runtime. <laughs> Although I think it's actually a more solid movie story wise than Anchorman. Mm-hmm. 
beautiful math boy is the host of Cake Wars. Now. Huh. So sorry. (laughs) 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 That. Huh. Okay. Yes, guy. Jonathan Bennett, he owes cake wars. <laughs> his hair is his hair's not as good as it was in high school. Uh, and I guess he was 25 during the season. <laughs> Fair enough. stuff. Yeah. 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 No, 23. 23, not 25. I think we should get more people to request movies for us to watch. Because if they're of the same quality as Mean Girls, I will be very happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put that out there. Listen, if you're on our Patreon um, and you can send us messages, I was going to do a thing where there's like polling, but we don't have that many people yet. So while the group is small, if you just want to suggest something, probably we'll do it. Like if we can find it. Yeah. So if anyone's still awake, then we have them doing our job. We all shows to fall asleep too. Yeah. But if you're still awake and you have a movie that you think we would like, or you think we would hate, or you think we'd have any reaction to that isn't just just designed to hurt us, please don't do that. Suggest it. If I can find it and not have to spend money on it, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because this this was a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Not that much of a surprise. It was a pretty good movie, but yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> it resonated with me way more than I thought it would. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a good movie. I didn't quite get. And it was the great movie I didn't quite get. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Also, if you got confused, um, we kept referring to the janitor. There's no janitor character, I think. The janitor is her dad. Uh, he is the janitor on Scrubs. Sorry, he, Sorry did, he, he, he didn't actually have a name. So I just refer to him as janitor because that's the only character I know him from. Neil Flynn, yes, he's just, the actor. He's just Katie's dad in the, uh, the credits, right? Oh, I, I guess so, yeah. 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 
Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You can listen to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, there's Patreon. It's patreon.com slash manatees if you want to not only help contribute to the, the hosting costs of this show, but to also uh, help out manatee research. Is uh, habitat preservation. preservation. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's. it's, I I mean, I don't want to claim we're doing things or not. We we haven't yet hit hosting costs, so we haven't divided up the excess at all. Once we do. The plan is anything we get above hosting costs, we're going to split in half and give half to actual Manatee Habitat Preservation because we are them. Yeah. Uh, because of the best animal, <laughs> I love them. What was, that, what was the line I put in the beginning? We like to pay it forward by giving back. Yeah. yeah, but but I'm being more specific. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Because we all want to feel like we're important people <laughs> doing good things in the world. Yeah, I'm just gonna. That's a real yeah. easy way to accomplish that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, totally. Because they're. They're wonderful, and, and they, the favorite treat is apparently, we, we, we're wonderful, we are wonderful, yes. and did you know that, uh, Manatee's favorite treat, or one of the favorite treats, is hose water. Well, I mean, of course I do, because I am they one. They just love but... drinking clean water that people pour into their mouths when they're in a lagoon <laughs> of not quite as clean water. <laughs> they just love <laughs> Yeah. Yes, we do. It's precious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, also, we're on Twitter, right, too? At Matinee Manatees? Yeah, we're not super active on Twitter. It's kind of a cesspool. Still. Um, Or there's also, we have the website, matineemanatees.com, which you should also check out. Have a blog. The entries are all just announcements of new episodes. Yeah, it's still there. It's there. If you, I mean, if you don't have Stitcher or iTunes or anything, you can watch them there. Yeah. Um, 
I keep meaning to port them to YouTube, but I keep not having the software to. Is that thing you can do? We'll talk about that longer. Uh, probably. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and I apologize for having a small Twitter presence, but I just, every time I go on Twitter, something upsets me, <laughs> so... <laughs> I get you. I get it. Yeah. Okay, well, this is a lot of fun. I don't know what we're going to be doing next. If one of you suggests something in timely fashion... We'll be doing that. Yeah. Otherwise, well, this is also out of order, so we've done Wild Wild West, and I'll probably be coming up next. Uh, I think me and Tony are gonna rewatch Gremlins 2 at some point pretty soon, which is among the best. <laughs> Things committed to film. You'll see. <laughs> I know. I need to watch that one again. So good. <laughs> okay, right. anything else? Uh, you... I think that's all we got, right? Oh, that was all of our plugs and social media. Yeah, and thanks again for suggesting this one. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it was a great film. Bravo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, until next time. This has been Matinee Manatees. I love you. Brought to you by our patrons over at patreon.com slash matinee manatees. If you'd like to support the show, consider becoming a patron. Donations start at just $1 a month, and half of all proceeds after hosting costs will go towards actual manatee habitat preservation. You can listen to Matinee Manatees on iTunes, the Stitcher app, and YouTube. Our music was composed by Kevin McLeod. You can find this track and much more on his website, incompetech.com.